0: You're listening to the Direction for Life podcast, we pray this episode blesses you. We'd love to connect with you. Visit us at rdci.info or on Facebook at Right Direction Church International. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at The RDCI. We hope you enjoy this broadcast.
1: First of all, just show up, just show up, don't run out of the other way, don't hide, show up. There's strategy for every warfare. Psalms 18 and verse 34. It says, he teaches my hand to make war. He teaches my hand to make war so that my arms can bend a a bow of bronze. That tells me you had to be specially trained Okay, uh, some, some of y'all will notice here. This is one of the stories y'all don't know. I, uh, when I was a kid, uh, I, I, I was very much into archery. There was, a, there was an archery place. It was just something else to do at night. I was always find, trying to find something to do, good stuff. And I used to go to the archery, and I had, and I had, uh, I had my, my hunting license for bow. I never went hunting with a bow, but, but I had my hunting license. And, uh, and, so, and some of you don't, there is a the, certain amount of pounds for, for, for an arrow. Every arrow is not, is not the same. Every bow is not the same. Some of them, it could be 50 pounds, it could be 100 pounds, it could be 150 pounds. Of course, the stronger that it is, you, the more you have to pull it back. And he says here, he said, God will teach me that I can bend a bow of bronze. God will help me to do stuff I ain't never done before. God will give me the strength that I need when I need it. The the message translation of that verse, Psalms 1834, simply says this. He shows me how to fight. He shows me how to fight. Some of y'all don't have time to go to fight school. Come on now. Anybody in a battle right now, you don't have time to go to fight school? You just got to Fight. Come on, you got youth, you got, I mean, you ever, you see, and, and sometimes when people ain't been trained to fight, they're the most dangerous. People in, they're, they're the most dangerous. Stop trying to be cute and just fight. Use everything you got, fight with your word, fight with prayer, fight with your oil, come on, fight with your confession, fight with your seed, stops whatever i know that i'm supposed to do or can do i'm gonna do it this time i'm gonna pray in the spirit i'm gonna fast i'm gonna sow seed i'm gonna get somebody else to agree with me because i got a scripture that says if any two of you on earth shall agree concerning anything they believe it's gonna happen i'm gonna name it yes i'm gonna call those things that be not as though they were i'm gonna stand on the word i'm gonna sow seed i'm gonna get somebody else i'm gonna pray effective and fervently i'm gonna fight i said this up in the upstate yesterday and some of y'all remember this story some of you may not but uh some some of y'all you even cute in your prayer you trying to pray the way you don't mean no harm, the way you grew up here in that deacon pray this morning heavenly father we come to you just as humbly as we know how thank you lord that i Sheet wasn't a winding sheet and the bed wasn't a cooling board. And God, we ask you just here, stop on by there. While you're here, stop by the hospital. And when you leave the hospital can you go on by the prison, uh, uh, we need you, Lord. Stop on by and have your way. See, see, see some, some of y'all, you need, to, you need to let all that go. And pour out your heart before Him. Pour out your heart before Him. I remember this A few years ago. We had just gotten in our worship center. Then we hadn't long moved from St. Andrew's Road. Y'all remember those first when we first got there? We was running over, okay. Uh, and then we went one service, two service, and we had just moved everything. We now, in, and I'm coming down St. Andrew's not, uh, Broad River Road. Before I get down to St. Andrews Terrace where I would turn in, somebody, got, somebody called me. I'm going down Broad River Road. They said, Pastor, I was one bishop then. They said, Pastor, we just had a power outage. All the power's off. Service will supposed to be starting like 738th or whatever it was. They, and, and I mean, service supposed to be starting like 15 minutes. They said, we have no power. And somebody said, well, can't do it. Can we go back over St. Andrews Road? I said, we can't go back to St. Andrews Road. I said, all of our equipment is over here. We, we don't have time to tell people to get to St. Andrews Road. And so as we're riding down, I, I have to honestly tell y'all, I prayed in a way back then that I have not, didn't pray before like that. And I never prayed since like that. I, I needed this power to come on. In like 10 minutes. And I remember, you know, usually sometimes I'm praying under my breath, Father, I call this the devil's a liar. I'm riding. I'm saying, I said, that power gotta come on. I'm sure I prayed in Russian. I'm sure I prayed in German. All I know as I turned the corner to come onto the campus, they called me and said, Pastor, the power just came back on. See, some of y'all you being too cute. How bad do you want it? shout and cry not and lift up your voice like a trumpet in Zion Are you trying to be some cute religious person while the devil stealing your lunch and destroying your family and taking your children you got to get serious devil you will not be able to defeat me ask somebody how bad do you want it God will teach you how to fight. The third thing that God's going to do to help you win the battle, he gives you spiritual intelligence. He gives you spiritual intelligence. You know, one of the things that I've, has always baffled me is that sometimes our CIA, CIA and FBI and our secret services may have information and uh, um, people get on the news, and they be telling all our business. I'm like, whose side you on? Okay, I've been to Europe, I've been to the Middle East, they got CNN over there. Just like we got BBC, British Broadcasting Corporation, we got that here in America, okay? They have our news. And sometimes I wonder, why are we revealing so much? There's some time when God gives you strategy and insight, you can't tell anybody. You got to hold on to that because it's strategy and spiritual intelligence just for you. In in our text in verse 16, it says here, 1 Chronicles 20, 16, God says, tomorrow go down against them. They're gonna come up by the accent of Ziz and you're gonna find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel." God gave them spiritual intelligence sometimes god would some some, sometimes instead of just praying that it stops, god you need god what's going on here no i'm very serious about that In, in this ministry has always over the last 27 years we have always kept increasing we, we, we always increase, we, we, we increase with membership, we increase with influence, we, we increase with territory, we increase financially, and then, and sometimes, you know, I don't get moved just because by short spurts, of. but if I look like I'm seeing some long low, and it looks like things are getting stagnant, I go to God, I say, what's going on here, God? What, what's going, what, and there was a time when, uh, when it looked like we, would, we were doing well, but we would just stay in one place. And the Lord told me, you have to speak and pray against the spirit of containment. Because what the devil wants to do is contain you where you are. But I'm the God of increase. I'm the God who keeps moving. I want you to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. But the devil says, I can't push him back. But if I can keep him from going any further. But the Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violence take it by force. Another translation is that the kingdom of God is always advancing. Look at somebody and say, I can't stay here. I'm supposed to keep advancing. And some of you, what you're gonna have to bind is the spirit of containment. The devil says, I can't push him back, but I'm not gonna let him get another raise. I'm not gonna let him increase anymore. I'm not gonna let him get any more anointed than they are right now. But you got to tell that devil he's a liar. I come against the spirit of containment. Oh, my God has more for me than this. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. I have not yet obtained. But I'm reaching for those things that are before and forgetting what's behind. Somebody shout, you won't contain me, devil. So God gave them spiritual intelligence. Elisha got spiritual intelligence about the Syrian army. He would tell the king. Uh, he would say, now tomorrow the Syrians are coming here. They're going to go over there. They're going go, to be over there north, so y'all y- y- head south. They're gonna be south, so y'all head north. They're gonna be northeast, so y'all head southwest. And so the the, the 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 king of the Syrian army, uh, he said, listen, what's going on here? He said, surely I got a spy in the ranks. He said, Who, which one of y'all is telling Israel what I'm doing, my plans? And somebody said, king, it ain't none of us. They got this prophet. They got this prophet down in Israel, and God is telling him everything that you are just talking about. He said, God even tells him what's going on in your bed chamber. He said, oh my God. He said, you know what's going on in my bedroom? And so the Bible says that they went down and they tried to surround the whole city. I get excited when I read that. They surrounded the whole city, not for Samson who was fighting physically, but for somebody who has spiritual intelligence. Y'all I'm catching this you are danger to the devil when you are not ignorant of his devices the bible says we are not ignorant of so the more wisdom you operate in the more dangerous you are to the kingdom of darkness come on now that's why the bible said don't be fools but be wise knowing what the will of the lord is ask god to give you spiritual lord what's going on with my child what's going on with my marriage what's going on with my finances and then use your authority and to loose what needs to be loosed. I'm preaching better than y'all responding this morning, but somebody about to win their battle. She lost. got spiritual intelligence about the Syrian army. Jesus got spiritual intelligence about how to pay his taxes. He was in that situation I was in. I, they, they, they do today. Peter said, Lord, what are we going to do? We got to pay taxes. And we've been so busy around here healing everybody. And we, we've been so around right here healing everybody and casting out demons. We forgot it's tax day. It is April 15th. And Jesus said, we really shouldn't have to pay this tax. Matthew, 15, Matthew 17, verse 27. He said, nevertheless, notwithstanding, lest we should offend. Okay. You know, government get offended if you don't pay your taxes some of y'all need to know that the the government gonna get offended if you don't pay your taxes lest we should offend them he said go down to the sea cast in a hook and take up the first fish that comes out and open up the fish's mouth and you're gonna find some money in there and take that and give it to them both for me and you y'all are hearing me here peter is an expert fisherman now all the fish i haven't caught all these years I ain't never caught no fish with some money in it. That's because you didn't catch the one Jesus told you to catch. That's because you didn't have some spiritual intelligence. Jesus told him, just cast. it. Watch it. Peter used to, used to pulling nets and, and being out there all night. Come on. Oh, this, this is a word for somebody. This next strategy is going to be one and done. God's about to give somebody strength, it's gonna be one and done. You won't be toiling all night. It ain't gonna take a business plan. You're gonna obey one specific instruction and it's gonna be one and done and it's gonna be enough money to do everything you need to do. Somebody who received that, give God some praise. Hey! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus! him spiritual intelligence. Go right down there. It's gonna be there. Isaiah 45. Look what God says. Right now, I'm I'm talking about economics right now. God says, I'm gonna give you the treasures and hidden riches of secret places. God will give you spiritual intelligence and he said, I'm going to give you the hidden riches of secret places. And when I do that, you're going to know that I, the Lord, who call you by my name, I am the God of Israel. God said, I'm going to give you spiritual intelligence. I'm going to give you some hidden riches of secret places. Oh, come on. That means there are some there's some reserve, there's some money, there's some set-asides that God has just for you. And they can't release it until you apply for it. They can't release it until you go and get it. God's going to give you some spiritual intelligence and give you hidden riches of secret places. Somebody raise your hand to the Lord right now and say, God. I receive hidden riches of secret places. That means other folks not going to know where it is. Other folks not going to know how to tap into it. But I'm going to give you hidden riches of secret places. Hidden is hidden, is hidden, is hidden. But whatever is hidden for the believer, it's not hidden from you. It's hidden for you. It's not hidden from you. It's hidden for you. God got some reserves just for you. God's got a blessing with your name on it and it's hidden and it's reserved and it's protected just for you and what God has for you, he's going to give you wisdom how to go get it. Look at somebody say "Go go get it, go get it, go get it. Go get it, go get it, go get it. Go get it, go get it go get it. You've been letting this sit around but it's the word of the Lord. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Go get your stuff. Go get your blessing. Go get your increase. Go get your money. Go get what God has for you. That's how he's going to fight for you. He's going to give you hidden riches. Oh, rabbi, he gonna give you hidden riches of secret places look at somebody tell him god knows where the money is god knows where the money is He knows where the money is. Yes, he does. He knows and he got it set aside just for you. It's waiting just for you. When God called Saul, he told, when when God called Saul, he told the prophet Samuel, he said, there's a part of the the, the lamb, he said, this is going to be reserved for him when he shows up. There is a portion that's reserved for you to show up at the table. Oh my God, it's not going to be brought forth until you show up at the table. It's being put on the back burner, is being frozen it's being smoked just for you but when you show up it's going to show up what's, what's there for you God's got something that's waiting for you to show up oh my God God's got something that's waiting for you to show up the Bible says about the children of Israel that When the spies told them to go in, they wouldn't go in. And so it took 40 years before they finally get a chance to go in. But when they finally get to go over there, there's a woman by Rahab. And Rahab says, we heard what God did for you in the wilderness 40 years ago. And ever since we heard 40 years ago what you did to those other nations on the way here, we have been scared waiting for you to come take the city because we know that it belongs to you y'all are hearing me and the lord gave me a revelation about that many years ago that what you scared to go get is scared you're gonna come get it what you're scared to go get, it's scared you won't come get it. It's sitting there waiting for you saying, oh I know it belongs to Shaquita. I know it belongs to Jamal. I know it belongs to Nancy. I know it belongs to it. Listen, nobody else can have it. It's waiting for you to show up. Look at somebody says time to go get it. Time to go get it. It's time to go get it. It's time to go get it. It's time to go get it. There's some stuff waiting for you, but it's time to go get it. Oh Jesus. The fourth way that God gonna fight for you, He fights with His presence. He fights for you with His presence. He says, verse 17 go on out because the Lord will be with you. Just go, because the Lord We'll be with you. Y'all remember what, what, what was that? What was that? Barack. Barack, he uh, the Lord told him to go fight the battle. And he says, he says to Deborah, he said, I'll go. If you go with me. He said, I can't go unless you go. That was a man. He said, I can't go unless the woman of God goes with me. Something about Deborah as the woman of God was gonna give him assurance that he could win the battle. Come on, if a king, if a man, a general can have confidence that anointed woman going with him is going to cause him to win, how much more should you have assurance that if God is with you, you've already won? Are y'all listening to me? He said, my presence is going to be with you. Now, I don't want y'all to start taking the presence of God for granted. In Exodus 33, 14 through 16, and y'all know I have gone back and forth with this before, when, when, when Moses... Gets, God tells Moses to go, tell Pharaoh to let his people go and then to lead them through the wilderness, take to the promised land. He says, Exodus 33, starting verse 14. He says, I want you to go because my presence will go with you and I'm going to give you rest. In the midst of the trouble, in the midst of, 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 of this big opportunity, in the midst of this big battle, I'm going to give you rest because I'm going to go with you. Then he said to him, he said, okay, God. I need to reinforce that to me look what he says if your presence does not go with us don't bring us up from here he said god i don't want to go anywhere that you're not going with me see some of y'all you're so quick to move you're so quick to marry somebody you're so quick to take a job you're so quick to buy a house you need to say god i ain't buying nothing unless you go with me I ain't marrying nobody unless you're in this marriage. I'm not moving to any city unless you go with me. God, if you were with me, I know you're going to fight for me. And some of y'all, you're getting, your, you're getting your lunch taken from you because you've gone places God didn't tell you to go. He said, if your presence doesn't go with us, don't bring us here. And watch this. He said, for how then is it going to be known that your people found grace? How are we going to know how people going to know we got the favor of God with us, except you go with us. So we, so we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people which are upon the face of the earth. Look at this. Moses told the Lord that his presence will be the distinguishing characteristic and separating factor between the children of Israel and all the other nations. He said your presence is what's going to distinguish us from everybody else. They may have chariots, They may have horses, they may have better archers, but we got your presence. They may have more money, but I got your presence. They may have more people, but I got your presence. The presence of God will fight for you. David says, In Psalm 9 and verse 3, he said, when my enemies are turned back, they're going to fall and perish at your presence. David had complete confidence in the presence of God. He said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, oh my God, I will fear no evil. I don't care how scary it is, how dark it is, I will fear no evil because I know your presence is there. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It's something about knowing that I'm in the will of God. It's something about knowing that God is right here with me. It may look bad. It may look scary. It may look dark. I may be outnumbered, but God is right here with me. And he that keepeth Israel will neither sleep nor slumber. He will not suffer my foot to be moved. Somebody shout again. He's right here with me. There's comfort from the presence of the Lord. There's comfort. And the final way, as I close this today, the final way that God's gonna fight for you is through your praise. Oh my God. I know some of y'all think we do the most up in here. Lord Jesus, when I was over there at Mount Nebo, we just sang a hymn and we had a duet, had a sermonette, then I could just get out within an hour and smoke my cigarette look your neighbor said this ain't that church this ain't that church okay one thing up here in right direction we are going to exalt you encourage you tell you i don't know i can't even mount i wish i could limit how many times but we're going to say you need to give god some praise because the scripture said let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And I'm so glad, y'all, I'm so glad that I got enough revelation because when you come out of the a legalistic, Pentecostal wholeness background like I was raised in, we should judge people's praise. We would say, how dare that person up there praising God? We know he smoked weed. How they gonna praise God? And we know they was at the club last night. How they gonna praise God? And and you may say, and I know what they used to do, and they was a gangbanger. How they gonna praise God? And, and I know that they deal drugs. And how they gonna praise god and i know that they drink like a fish listen the bible don't say let everybody who's praise praise the lord let everybody who say praise the lord it said let everything that hath breath some of y'all why oh oh, i'm about to mess with y'all some of you as raggedy as your life is you ought to give god some praise because you ought to be dead you done smoked enough weed to to take your last puff but god has still kept you oh my god i'm I'm coming for you you done slept with so many people they need to come up with, with With a new type of std but my god some kind of way you don't have any type of sickness or disease in your body let everything that have breath praise the lord some of us are giving god praise for what he's done for us but some of us are giving god praise for what the devil wasn't able to do to us by this i know that you favor me because the enemy has not triumphed over me i haven't done all i should that's why i give you praise i haven't crossed every T. that's why i give you praise i have not dotted all my eyes but that's why i give you praise because you've been good to me when i haven't been good to myself because you kept me when i didn't keep myself You watched over me and when you start praising God, praise brings God closer. When you start praising God, praise gets God in your situation. When you start praising God, he sits down in the midst of your praise. Somebody's praising me somebody's giving me glory I got to come down and see about them when you praise the devil gets scared when you praise the devil gets mad when you praise demons got to flee when you praise yokes are destroyed buildings are removed ambush in the midst of your praise angels start surrounding you in the midst of your praise the enemy starts falling at your feet a thousand at your side ten thousand at your right hand but it does not touch you i dare you to praise because he's good i dare you to praise because you got breath that everything Praise the Lord.
0: If you love our podcast and the impartation you gain from it, we encourage you to become an iChurch member. As an iChurch member, you'll get access to exclusive digital content as well as an online community and various small group sessions. To find out more, visit rdci.info forward slash iChurch connect with us for digital impartation weekly. Join Bishop Herbert and Dr. Archer Bailey on Clubhouse for marriage, faith, and family inside Kingdom Business Network on Tuesdays at 9pm Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash RDCITV We stream live services on Sundays at 7.30am and 9.30am Eastern Standard Time as well as Wednesday at 12 noon and 7pm Eastern Standard Time. Ladies, join us for Manifest on Fridays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time.